Welcome to Business Intentional. Whether you're an entrepreneur, marketing agency, or just interested in following cutting-edge business trends, we will show you how to be business intentional in your industry. Digital media expert Shelby Larson and her world-class guest will show you that the fastest way to successfully grow your business and revenue and not hate your life doing it is by being business intentional. A lot of smart entrepreneurs, they're just burned out. I mean, and that's why it's so critical to understand how to be business intentional so that everyone in your company has that baseline to make the best decisions possible. Now, Cranberry.fn proudly presents Business Intentional with Shelby Larson. Hey everyone, this is Shelby Larson. Welcome to Business Intentional. I'm so excited to have you here today. I have a truly special guest today um, with me, Yannick Silver. And how are you doing, Yannick? Hi, Shelby. Doing good. Oh, good. I'm so glad. It's a real treat for me to have Yannick, not only because he's an amazing human that we have a ton to learn from, but because he's also a very specifically a dear friend of my family. He's been a mentor to us and we, uh, I'm a member of his Maverick 1000 group and he's had a huge impact on my life. And so it's very exciting to have him here to impart that wisdom for everyone else. So thank you, Yannick, for joining us. Absolutely excited. Yes. So the topic today is actually super interesting and it's applicable across the board. So in 2000, correct me if I'm wrong, 2007, is that when you published Moonlighting on the internet, Yannick? That sounds, yeah, sounds about right. About right, yeah. So I, I published an updated version of Moonlighting on the Internet in 2016, just about a year ago. And it's a, it's a different book, um, kind of sort of the same concept, helping families to figure out legitimate ways to make money from home. So what was interesting is as I was um, putting this uh, book out there and, and the publisher was sending it out for reviews, there was one aspect of it that got a lot of attention that I wasn't expecting. And that was the concept of what I call um, Profit Path Profile. And, the, and what I did is as I was thinking about how can I help people really have success, whatever their business is, whatever their level is, and I realized that one of the things that nobody ever does is tell you how to analyze yourself, right? So when you're evaluating different opportunities, you don't know you don't know what you don't know. And so a lot of people, especially when they're new, and this is why Yannick's such a great person to talk on this because he's gone from helping people who were new getting started up to now he works with you know um, high-level business owners, world changers, catalysts, right? And so he's wa- worked with people through this same concept um, from inception to when they're even experienced and and so my profit path profile system where you you create a prof, uh, you analyze yourself and your life and your non-negotiables and compare opportunities against that got a lot of attention and so I started exploring that and what I realized is that experienced entrepreneurs and businesses also fall prey to this it's not just a new it's not just a something for new entrepreneurs right the difference is generally speaking experienced entrepreneurs have the resources to sort of clean up the mess <laughs> when things fall apart a little bit whereas when you're new you don't and and that was really surprising to me how many you know successful um, business owners really felt like at some point they hit a wall or were no longer in alignment with who they 
they were, or they started their business based off of you know financial need, but are no, no longer feel in line with their path. And so this is a really interesting topic that I've found got a lot of attention and a lot of interest from all levels of entrepreneurs. And Yannick, you you speak to this a lot. I know you're really um, you really like the hero's journey and things like that. You know, what are your thoughts around that about? being in alignment with your business and and staying in alignment with it because I know you've watched a lot of people sort of hit that confusion point at mid-level success, right? Yeah, I mean, it's something that if you can do it right away, it really helps in, in a huge way. So if you can get get aligned with what are you passionate about and what really drives you and, and what is your purpose and you can align that with your business. Like I, I look at a business as almost like an art canvas and, and the more... Art you bring to it, the more artistic it can be, and, and by that I mean the business model, the who you're serving, the impact that you want to make in the world. Uh, really, all these pieces, and even more, if you can bring them into alignment, then then it becomes a true work of art. But like you said, when you're first getting started, it's you're just trying to figure it out, and and so a lot of times, if they use that that profit path uh, that you have, Shelby, and and then they can get a little better sense of what would work for them then that's a great way of getting going. But then pretty soon you're going to be like, well, okay, is there, is that all there is? And, and could I be doing something more? And that was, that was kind of my path. Right. And that could I be do something more is, is such a big deal because I think that in my experience as, you know, an entrepreneur, what you think is going to fulfill you isn't actual, doesn't always actually end up fulfilling you. And so then you end up pretty far down the success ladder and people, you know, are really happy for you and they're praising your success, but you're not necessarily happy. You're not feeling fulfilled by it anymore. And, but you feel like you already have this business. What do you do now? You know, have you kind of, have you kind of encountered that with some of the different catalysts that you work with that have to question, do I shift gears? Do I stick with it? What do I do? They kind of find themselves in that soul searching at an already successful level. Yeah. And, and it's not like it, it gets easier, right? Like many people think, uh, I was just talking to someone actually right before this, or considering the same topic of, you know, is it easier when you're just getting started to try something brand new? And in a way it is, uh, but in a way it's not because you already have your, you, you know, you got, you got people that are counting on you, whether it's team members, whether it's family, whether it's your customers. And, and, and so sometimes it's harder as you've already gotten quote unquote successful to make that, that, that change. And, but I believe that following your heart is never wrong, but it's frequently scary. And, and it really lines up with what you're meant to do. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because, um, you know, our agency at this point takes, you know, primarily works with very successful businesses and very successful business owners. And I find that, you know, so common we run into that. And I know we've talked about this at at Maverick events, but where net, your self-worth is tied to your net worth, right? And sometimes making a pivot to follow what you should actually be doing means in the beginning really changing your flow of revenue and that can be really scary. And so, yeah, um, yeah like, I mean, what, what is your, what is your advice to our listeners who are, who are maybe in that position where they're like, you know what, I'm successful, but I don't feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I really think I should be over here, but to do that, I've got to maybe shut down something or sell my company or get someone else to take it over. And I'm not, I'm really unsure about this path. Like, what do you, what's your experience with that? It's, yeah, it's one of those inflection points that you got to decide. 
decide what you're willing to do because I'm not willing to look at the end of my life and be like, oh, you know, if I only did this or I took that chance at that moment, you know, things would have been different. Like I don't, you, I've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs where maybe they've outgrown their business or, or maybe they've sold their company and they're, you know, looking for what's next. And, and that's a real time to, to start considering, okay, what, what is, what did I really want to do? And so many times it goes back to what, what do we love to do as kids? So if you get back and, and tap into that passion when, when you were a kid, you know, maybe eight, 10, 12, like what did you love to do? And, and if you start weaving that into your company, then that becomes that, that canvas that I talked about, the, the artistry. And that's one way of doing it. And then who do you want to, who do you want to help? Like, who do you want to be a hero to? Who do you want to uh, have the biggest impact on? And, and that, that also becomes part of it. And it's like that little voice that keeps nagging at you and nagging at you, and you um, you have to answer it, or many times you're going to kind of get bonked on the head by the universe, and it's going to get harder and harder, um, that bonk, until you listen to it. Or you just go so numb to it that you just keep doing what you're doing, and and, and you decide, well, that's that's all there is. But but there is something more, and when you do take that leap, just, you know, these doors open, the, your, your wings appear and you get to fly, you know, whatever metaphor you want to use, it's really synchronistic things start occurring. Yeah. And it's interesting, even your own path, since I've known you the last seven years or so has changed. You've really shifted what you're doing with Maverick 1000. You've really shifted um, into your evolved enterprise, which we're going to talk really heavily about here in a few minutes. But you've made quite a transition over the last couple of years. You know, I've watched your um, vision for Mavericks really change and grow. You know, did you ever find yourself sort of stuck with that? Like you knew what you want to do, but you kind of don't, but... Yeah, and you continue running up against those those sort of quote unquote roadblocks, and you just got to decide, okay, what you know, what are you willing to to do that truly is going to fulfill you? And sometimes nobody gets it, and that's okay. But you know that you're following the path that you were meant to to go on, and and things will open up for you in, in that aspect. Now you have to match it up with with the business model. You have to match it up with delivering an exceptional value for people. Like you can't just be like, well, you know, I love I love eating pizza and and hanging out and bowling. So I'm going to figure out what that's going to look like. Now you know that you could actually maybe figure that out. It all depends. There's probably other people that love eating pizza and bowling, and maybe you turn that into a community of people, and they pay for that community. But so there, but there has to be an intersection of uh, of what you love, what you're you know uniquely gifted at, where you can deliver a, a, a exceptional value into the marketplace, and where there's an economic value as well. Yeah, and that's what I love about what you teach too is that a lot of people teach the follow your bliss and follow your heart, and and not that that's not positive and true, but if you're going to create a successful business, you have to attach a successful business model to that as well, right? And so we're going to talk more about that because I love your ability to really harness the dream, the vision, and yet apply tactical approaches to that. So we're going to go to break really quickly. Stay tuned with us. We're going to dig a little bit more deeper into this topic after break. Stay tuned as we intentionally pay homage to our sponsors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, 
So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Get educated and entertained by our panel of on-air experts and peers. And engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn. So you can reach us before and after every program. Located on our new social shareable live streaming player. Access the new Cranberry Radio live stream player at our website, cranberry.fm. A more refreshing kind of talk radio. Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. Business Intentional is back to build your business and revenue only on Cranberry Radio. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Again, we have Yannick Silver with us today, and we are discussing a really interesting topic that I find spans all areas of entrepreneurism in in all levels of where you're at, and that really has to do with how you create a successful business that is in alignment with yourself and oftentimes more challenging how you continue to grow and scale your businesses and your entrepreneurial journey, staying in alignment with yourself. Um, We were talking specifically before break about how oftentimes people think of this as a shiny object syndrome and and really associate it more with a new entrepreneur uh, problem. But actually, you know, we also see this at a high level. And sometimes the you know, the crisis of conscience or the heartbreak over it is is harder when you're already an ex- a successful entrepreneur because you don't want to kill what you've already gotten, but you're, and you maybe real, realize a certain level of success, but you're still not happy and you're not sure why. And so we find this a lot. And, and there's no one better in my mind to speak to this than Yannick. Um, so we'll just get right back to it. I saw a really cool uh, quote by Sir Richard Branson, who Yannick is good friends with, um, that said, you know, has said that his key to success was not, I'm I'm probably going to butcher the quote, but not in figuring out how much money you can make, but how much impact you can have by serving others, right? And so um, he's such a great example of extreme success based around really being in alignment with his dreams, but being really sophisticated in his business. And and I know that you're kind of close to him and he's been a, a big influence on you. Um, what are some takeaways that maybe you've learned from him as this ideal, iconic person who's achieved this? Yeah, he's he's pretty incredible. Uh, you know, what, and, and it kind of, that quote really follows the, these natural laws, which are, you know, the more people that you can help and serve, the the, the better you're going to be. I used to have in my journal, like my very first set of values. And one of them was I get rich by enriching others 10 X to hundred X what they pay me in return. Mm-hmm. And so if you're always thinking in that, 
aspect of, okay, if someone gives me a dollar, how could I deliver 10 for them or 100 for them? Then you're going to have lifetime friends, customers, uh, colleagues who are, you know, zealots who are looking out for you. And that's, that's just one aspect. And the, you know, it's like following, following the, the money is one thing, and, but that, that has kind of a limited shelf life. And, and you can, you know, you can keep scaling up maybe what your, what your goals are in that aspect. Maybe it's three houses instead of two or one, maybe it's, you know, this super hot car and then eight of them or whatever it is, right? Like you can always keep scaling it up, but at a certain point when you actually do stop and, and in those moments, you know, maybe it's 12 o'clock, maybe it's two o'clock in the morning and you actually look at yourself in the mirror and think about, okay, what, you know, what am I really doing here? Uh, uh, it's never going to be about how much cash you accumulated. It's going to be how many people you helped and, and what you were able to do and what you were able to, who you were able to impact. And, and I look at, you know, we're going to talk about evolved enterprise a, a little bit later on, but I look at, imagine if, you know, everything that you've done up, up to now was, was the new baseline and all your resources and your connections and your network and your talents and your business models that you've figured out and your business lessons and, and you know, everything. What if that was, like, your baseline and what would be next for you? And then it gets really exciting. I think so, too. And I think that when I see this, um, this, this happen, when you're farther along the success ladder, then, you know, for me, it didn't even happen by choice. When it happened to me, I felt like everything sort of fell apart. And I remember just being devastated. For about a year, I just felt embarrassed. I was, didn't want people to know. And then later, you know, now being, you know, a year on the other side of that, I look back and I think, that was the greatest thing that ever happened to me because I was never going to stop running in that direction. I just was going to yeah. keep going. And now, because I consciously shut those doors and made the decision to follow something more in alignment with myself, doors opened that I couldn't even have mapped out for myself. That wouldn't have opened if I hadn't created the space for that. And so it's, yep. in, yeah, right? Like sometimes what you how you view the worst things actually end up being the best. And I wish I hadn't taken a year to shift my perspective mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, well, you're, you're in, in relative time is not a big deal. <laughs> just as you're, as you're going through it, it feels like a big deal and it feels like a long time. Uh, the, the creating space is a big deal, right? So when I was going through this transition of, you know, I started in the, in the online digital marketing space and helping people take their content and, and sell it online and helping a lot of people. But, you know, I really asked myself, would I be happy 10 years from now doing the same thing? And the real answer was no. no. And that's when I started to make that shift and you do have to make that space. So that meant me close losing down certain products and services and events and things that I was doing in order to create that space for what was next. And, and it's pretty scary when a lot of those are massive revenue generators for you, but knowing that that is, you know, it, it almost like creates the uh, even more reason to, to go down the path that, that you see happening. And when, for me, everything before that point uh, was kind of like the Midas touch and everything worked out incredibly well. And this time, when I first started Maverick, it was originally Maverick Business Adventures, and it was just adventure travel trips for entrepreneurs, and we'd, do, we'd have business sessions in the middle of nowhere or wherever we were, and then have some sort of charity component. And it ended up where we lost about $400,000, and my wife was like, so what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. And I, I, really, you know, I really don't know, but there was something there, and so the, the essence of it has remained the same, but now the expression of it has changed a lot, as you said. You know, it's evolved as you've been a part of it. And now when we changed even the name to Maverick 1000 to reflect this idea, can we have 1,000 
entrepreneurs who make a global difference in some way, who support each other and, and, and make a difference and, and have some fun in the process. So all those things have remained the same. It's just how we've done it and what the real mission is. My big why was just to create an adventure travel company. That wasn't that wasn't it. It was it was to really you know do right now what our collective mission is is to change the way business is played, and that that gave me the the impetus and the and the wherewithal to keep going uh, even when things are going really sideways. Yeah, I just I just think that I can't I can't ever express to people enough, and and people oftentimes don't put a lot of value in the mindset aspect of business, but. Really and truly, the successful entrepreneurs that I know, the difference between recovering from something tough or having the bravery to make a big shift really has everything to do with how their mind is set around the engagement, right? When things fell apart for me, they weren't really falling apart. I was was closing doors that needed to be closed and new doors opened and it was amazing. And so... That that abundance mindset and having trust in yourself is just critical and yet so hard sometimes to develop. Yeah, I mean, you have to look at it from some a couple points. One is knowing that you know if you start thinking about oh wow you know when I was I don't know fifteen years old or or twenty two or whatever it was like something somewhat what I thought was devastating at the time occurred and looking back it was you know one of the greatest gifts that I had because it turned into this and and this is what the real meaning was and so. I don't know if as we get older, we get more of that, that sort of elevated viewpoint or, or just having the, the framework that says, okay, what's the real meaning behind this and getting faster to that point of, of how is this going to be beneficial to us and looking at everything that happens as beneficial to us in some way, shape, or form because I've gotten to the point now that I'm if, if my full heart and soul isn't into something, the marketplace doesn't give me the, the, the positive feedback that, that I could have gotten maybe 10, 15 years ago if I was like 80% in. Right. And, you know, interestingly enough, I think our trip in Atlanta highlighted this point so well. You know, we had an opportunity as, as Mavericks to um, spend the day at the Spanx headquarters with Sarah Blakely, and I developed a total girl crush on her, I have to admit. She's amazing. But my point with her... She is awesome. She's so awesome. I could go on and on about her. But thing that one of the many things I took away from observing her... In, you know, at her company was, you know, here she is a billionaire. Uh, you know, I, I, I can't know without her telling me, but I would assume that getting more money in her bank account probably isn't her main driver of satisfaction anymore. And, you know, when she had us come to her office, it was to work with, you know, one of her passionate projects and nonprofits, which is helping female entrepreneurs. And in particular, these ones were kind of working in like a social space, helping with things like prison, you know, reentry, prisoner reentry, or working with homeless children, you know, helping avoid homelessness in the youth community, things like that. And we spent the day mentoring her people. But I think that's a very good example. And this is a very good lead in to what I want to speak to after the break, which is, you know, what Yannick calls evolved enterprise and how I love the thing I love about the concept of evolved enterprise. It's not only really in line with what we're already talking about, um, you know, as far as with being in alignment with your path and and going with your heart, but also it's he has some very interesting case studies that show by having um, a component of giving giving forward to causes and things that you're connected to, actually that in itself can just drive increased revenue in your company. So if you if you really want to hear about this super cool um, evolved enterprise case studies, that's what we're going to talk about after break with Yannick Silver. We'll be right back. Stay tuned as we intentionally pay homage to our sponsors. 
Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjorgeDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on Cranberry Radio. Business Intentional is back to build your business and revenue only on Cranberry Radio. Okay, welcome back. Um, I have Yannick Silver here, and we are just getting ready to talk about his evolved enterprise. And it's interesting, he has just published his book. His book is out, and it's amazing, but evolved enterprise is more than than a book. It's a concept that has some very interesting case studies around it. It is something that Forbes magazine has said, you know, if you don't understand how to implement evolved enterprise into your business in four to seven years, you're going to be left in the dust. And I thought that was really interesting of Forbes to say. So why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the concept of Evolved Enterprise, Yannick? Sure. Uh, Evolved Enterprise is really moving from a transactional company to a transformational to even transcending what business can be. It's it's this idea of can we have true alignment with uh, with our, our biggest purpose, and our biggest mission, which gets everybody aligned and engaged and actually drives revenue. So it, it's able to, to make Make a profit, even more of a profit, but but also do do incredible good in the world by aligning your business in, in such a way. Yeah, and you have some incredible case studies in your book. What's your favorite one? I know what my favorite one is. What's your favorite one? <laughs> I, I got so many. Yeah, I got a lot. So there's 11 different uh, evolved impact models in there that we talk about, and and many people might know of you know some of the the buy one give one examples like Tom Shoes really helped put that on the map and so forth. And and last time I talked to Blake from Tom's, they they had given away 35 million pairs of shoes but also profitably sold 35 million pairs of shoes but that's not even my favorite model you know one of my favorites is this model called empowered employment where something that could be looked at as a disadvantage is actually used as a competitive advantage and and there's um there's a woman named uh sarah oliver who has a line of handbags and they're hand-knit handbags that are developed by by these these women and one one male inside a, a nursing home or a assisted living facility and they call themselves the perlets plus one and their average age is 88 and awesome. so it's you know i guess uh, i guess the perlets is what is a pro one knit two or whatever the 
whatever that is. I've never, I never uh, knit anything, but so they hand knit these handbags and that's been able to get them into, into retail establishments. They wouldn't have, it's an amazing story. They're able to, you know, employ people that would be looked at as a complete disadvantage to having to, to be as an employee. They, they have the stories of these pearlets plus one up on the site and, and everyone gets engaged in a better way. So it's, it's really exciting to see something like that. Yeah, and it's interesting the way consumerism is shifting. People were actually, you know, paying more for something that's going to a cause that they believe in. And and in the book, all of your 11 different case studies are different evolved enterprise models that actually were not just feel good because it gave back and did so much great in the world, but it actually drove revenue and profits for their company. Yeah, that's a huge point. It's like, you know, I, I'm, at my heart, I'm a capitalist, but, you know, in my other part of my heart, I'm a someone that wants to make a tremendous impact in the world and it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. It, it can be, it, you really do combine everything. I talk about, you know, aligning your head, which is your business smarts and your heart, which is how you want to make an impact along with your higher purpose. And then you really start turbocharging what you're doing. Yeah. I really love my favorite one in the book is the key company. Um, what was the key company? Yeah, Giving Keys. Yes, Giving, yeah, Keys. Giving Keys. I love that one. Yeah. But the point that I love yeah. that you made about that one, you you go. He has an example. Um, in I don't know, I can't remember if it's in your book or if it's just in your keynote. But you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken tried to do a give back where they did like pink buckets and for breast cancer, and right. people were trying to figure out the connection. It didn't make sense, and it kind of bombed, right? And it's you know, they had good intentions, but it wasn't business intentional, which is what my podcast is all about, right? It wasn't business intentional because it wasn't in alignment with their actual business. And I thought that was a super critical point. Yeah. It wasn't genuine. It wasn't, it wasn't like, it didn't, it didn't come from anyone. It was, it was more of corporate social responsibility in a way. It was just kind of, you know, lumped into what they were doing. And it didn't really make sense until one of my friends pointed out to me that they sell breast of chicken and this is for breast cancer research i'm like oh got it except for the fact that there's research showing you know a diet high in saturated fat has been linked to to cancer so it, it really was you know it just they had tremendous blowback and as well as they should because right now there's a lot of interconnectivity uh in, in our world obviously you know shelby as you know is being a digital marketing strategist how interconnected the world is and so transparency is, is huge and and you know you can't just do a flub over here that's not going to get noticed over there no and that's what i love about this whole concept and it ties into what we were talking about in the first part of this um episode which is you know being in alignment with yourself as you go through these different entrepreneurial journeys you hit these different milestones you transcend in a different way but with evolved enterprise which you can do out of the gates you don't have to wait until you're already successful to do it it's super important that that piece of impact is in alignment with who you are and what your business is as well in order to be successful and not just throwing some impact on there to try to get attention, right? But to really believe in it and have it be in alignment with your business. And and that that, I believe, is the future. I believe that, that the businesses doing that correctly are going to be the one to have the greatest impact. And I have to assume the greatest full, you know, personal satisfaction in doing so as well. Yeah, it it fits in everywhere, and you know if you're if you're stats driven, uh, consumer buying behavior is changing. Where where they're looking for companies that that have a mission and they're willing to either change brands or or spend more, or it's coming from the inside out, which is millennials who are willing to to get paid less to work for companies that have a mission, uh, or they're even using that as new criteria for how they're deciding which companies to work for. So, you know, this is going to be a competitive advantage for the people 
that jump on this in a true authentic way, in an intentional way, not, uh, not in a way that just seems like a flavor of the month kind of thing. That's awesome. So where can people go, Yannick, if they want to really engage you and get your book and, and maybe look into what you have to offer to help them understand the evolved enterprise model and how they transcend into a model like that, where can they go? Uh, well, the book's available on Amazon and in bookstores, but at evolvedenterprise.com, we have a special, we call it a visionary uh, visionary package that's available where it's an autographed edition of the book and, and some bonuses, including a, a cool piece of jewelry uh, made by women in East Africa because we're supporting Village Enterprise, who I know you have a relationship with. It's one of our one of our cause partners that we've worked with at Maverick, where all the profits from this package are going into supporting an entire village uh, that we're going to fund of micro-enterprises, 50 of them that are complementary and that can support each other, that are going to raise an entire village out of poverty. So that's that's sort of our initial relaunch for this. That's awesome. And, you know, for those of you listening, um, we're going to go ahead and have the link to there also in the description for this episode. I encourage you to go there. I have spent a lot of time with Village Enterprise. They're near and dear to my heart. It's a fabulous, fabulous nonprofit worth supporting. And Yannick, thank you so much for being here, for imparting your knowledge with us. We appreciate it so much. And I hope that everyone gets your book and applies your models because the world will be a better place if they do. Yeah, and you know, and it'll make them even more. So it's a win-win everywhere. It's a win-win all around. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Shelby. <laughs> Everybody have a good week. We'll see you next time. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited 